B500, get into the wild card. 86 got the Phillies all the way to the World Series. I need to break it to you, man. I don't think it was your vision. <laughs> this podcast is perfectly named, I would say. I hate to make excuses for Sandy and the rest of the pitchers. No, you don't. You've been doing it all year. I do. I do hate it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> fucking hitting bombs to fucking Diocho. Like, inject that into my veins. If that continues, there's no way we make the playoffs. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 14 of the Battered Marlins Fans Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, I have two other Battered Marlins fans. But, as usual, before we get started, I'm going to tell you real quick what I'm wearing on my head. I am a hat aficionado. I spend unnecessary amount of money on hats to the point where I literally buy a hat that's inside out when I could just do it myself. I went out and I purchased it. <laughs> New era, 10 years ago. They came out with a collection for just two teams, the Yankees and the Dodgers. And it was commemorating two great comebacks in the World Series. I believe it was the Yankees coming back from 6-0 against the Braves in 96. As you can see, it's literally inside out. But because this is a Marlins podcast, out of respect, I will wear it backwards. I Love it. But, but the Marlins <laughs> are currently trailing, so I figured rally the game's cap. going on. Rally cap on. Let's go. How you doing, Brenton? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, coming off uh, some good, good games here. Wearing my uh, jumbo shrimp hat in uh, honor of our our boy Dane Meyer, who we'll get into him as we go into the episode. But just so happy to see what he's doing, and more happy that we found him. But you know, we're getting ready to go into the All Star break, so I'm going to share one of my new additions to the collection. Here we go, Trevor Rogers. Signed All Star jersey, Coors yep. Field. Got the Coors Field logo on the sleeve here. So I think I talked about it on last week's episode. I was in a bidding war with myself, and I won. <laughs> I did not, however, win the Pro Player Stadium. Oh replica. no! Somebody bought that from underneath me, and I think it was Cali. I was just gonna say, if you weren't listening to last week's episode, <laughs> Brian brought it. No, actually, you didn't bring it. Up. I think Cali brought it up without. Your, without your uh, without your permission, and he kind of just put it out there that it was out there. So somebody might have heard yeah. and ran on there and beat you to it. That's if man. you're a listener and you bought it when you get it, send a picture and tag us, please. I want to see it. <laughs> as long as it went to a good home, I'm I'm ha- happy for you. It was the historian. He bought like a third or fourth model of it. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Spaz? I'm doing great, man. I'm hoping we pull a win. We're trying to watch this now. I'm wearing this uh, cap that I've had for quite some time. It's beat to shit. I can't remember when I had it. And uh, I am drinking out of my number one uh, teacher. uh, (laughs) I got from uh, Teacher Appreciation Day. No, not Cali. Oh, (laughs) oh, he was there. He was there. He was there. Together. And, uh, you know, for being an educator... I'd be educating y'all fools. Uh, <laughs> that is awesome. I, I need me one of those. Uh, you actually do. Those, I do. For those of you that have been uh, watching for uh, for a few I mean, episode fourteen, but for those of you that are, are accustomed to watching us, if you're watching us on YouTube, on the bottom right of the screen, we usually put our record and where we're standing in our division. We scrapped the division. Usually it says second in the NL East. No more. As you can see now, record currently 51 and 37 because the game that they're playing right now against the Cardinals is not over. But win or loss, 
We are now second in the National League. How well, about baby. that? I love it. How about that? And I guess we can get into the, the battered part of the episode because we are second in the National League because we played against the best team in the National League over the weekend. And how the hell did that go for us? Not very well. We got spanked. And we got put in our place, really, because I, I want to say most Marlin fans were pretty hyped up before the game. And we thought, you know what? We could be competitive. We're good enough to be competitive. And we weren't good enough to be competitive. The Braves basically knocked us out of the first two games in the first inning. So I guess I will start with Brighton. Takeaways from that Brave series. Um, you know, I said at the end of the last episode, I just wanted us to be competitive and show that we belonged in the same conversation as the Braves. And um, we don't. Marlins disappointed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I the only good game, I think, was probably the Sunday game, the Sandy start, where we only lost six to three. Um, you know, getting blanked on Saturday was rough right after getting demolished on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, it's the Braves, man. It just, you know, it's the Marlins luck that the Braves have one of the best teams in base or have the best team in baseball at the same time as we get really good. So, mm-hmm. you know, listen, we, we come in second in the division. We still make the playoffs and, we just have to hope that somebody takes those Braves out before we get to them or, you know, let them come to Lone Depot when it's full and rocking and then try and win a game. Hopefully. Uh, just in case anybody, I doubt anybody, but just in case anybody wasn't aware of the scores, the first game we lost 16-4. to The second game, 7-0, got blanked. And then the third game, like you said with Sandy, it was 6-3. And we had a 2-0 lead, uh, I want to say like three or four innings into the game. Yeah. Uh, so I thought yeah. that we had a chance that Sunday, but then obviously they, they broke it open. So not looking great. Uh, Spaz, takeaways from that that beatdown we took from Atlanta. The Friday game was awful, man. It was like oh, right, off, right off the get, wasn't it? Like I think three home runs like like within the first couple of innings or something I like that. I think they had like eight home runs that game. They, well, they did, and that game they hit a record <laughs> where it's like – the most amount of runs in a month in the national league or something, which is 61 home runs. It was 61 home runs in a month, which is the new national league record, which is and they got crazy. it on the last day. Uh, I guess. Yeah. yeah Cause that was the 30th or whatever. Yeah, 30th, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we got rocked there and then game two sucked. Uh, we gave up two home runs immediately. Uh, Yuri taken out early. That was a seven Oh game. And then, yeah, like you said, uh, I thought we had a chance on Sunday uh, we lost it. The thick boy with the mustache. Uh, he, you know, he, I think he went like 115 pitches or something. He went something crazy and yeah. uh, got the job done against us. Um, even though we struck first, I think we got like, we, yeah, you, know, you, you mentioned we went up one or two real quick and did fucking nothing. So that sucks. It is what it is. I was listening to the recap. One of the announcers was like, the Marlins are just getting cooked out here and fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was at the very end of one of one of the games. I think the I think for some reason the Atlanta Atlanta announcer was uh said fried fish uh done or something like that at the I end of the saying, sweep. Yeah. It was something like yeah. that. Like, oh, this this mother and but you know that we, we gotta take it. What else can you do? We we have to take two seconds and talk about the big baby on the field too, right? Acuna. Yeah. 
<laughs> did you see that play where he slid into second and the medical team's out like looking at him and you're like, oh man, this is going to be bad. And he just stands up. He's like, yeah, I'm good to keep playing. Like what drives me crazy is the man is clearly top five player in the league right now. I, I want to say he's probably and behind he's probably, Otani. Uh Trout yeah, on his day is probably yeah yeah, and okay, then Trout. Harper Bryce Harper is probably in that conversation too. Um, <clears throat> so top five, just safe. Okay. That's fair, fair. You know, but start acting like it, man. Like stop doing stuff like that. Like I want to love the superstars in in the league, but come on, like. I, I don't know what all this theatrics is all about. It, it's just, it's maybe, maybe it's just being a Marlins fan. I hate it because I have to see it so much and other That's fans don't have to see it as much, but yeah, like just get up and play the game. Like you're in each game, whenever he did something theatrical, like it wasn't a close game. They were already winning. Like, just stop. You but don't have it, to it, run to first base. Like you're like, he, you know, he is such oh, a fun player to watch. You. I don't know. As soon as he hits on first base, you know he's he's stealing, and it's like, man, I wish I wish Jazz would play more like that, you know. But I but, think to Brent's point, that's why he shouldn't be doing all that other, you know, excess no, for things. Sure. No, I understand. You're ridiculously talented. He reminds me of Neymar or Luis Suarez. Like you don't need to do any of that other crap. Or LeBron James, when everybody's like, you're, yeah. the, yes. you're the best right now. Why are you always flopping? So yes. it's like yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, same thing. I, I get it, hundred percent. I get it. Now, a couple other things before we move on away from the Brave series. I know nobody wants to talk about it, but I feel like we need to touch on a couple more things. Saturday, Yuri, welcome to the big leagues. Everybody, when you when you talk to players, right, and like later on in the career, you're like, what was your welcome to the big leagues moment? Everybody has a moment when you're like, These are, this is the big leagues. I think Yuri finally got it. It took him a while, oh, yeah. but he got his moment. He got pulled in the first inning, and that was rough. They went, they they beat him down. And now, to be fair, Atlanta is the best. I want to say the best first inning scoring team in the league by far. Like oh, they no. hammer once the first innings, but yeah, Yuri got dominated. What did you guys think of Yuri on Saturday? It was, it was bound to happen, right? Uh, yeah, uh, it reminds me of that scene. Obviously, he's not the bad guy, but it reminds me of that scene from Rocky Four where he's like. You cut him. He is human. You know, <laughs> Yuri is human. They, they they made him bleed, and they made just they, they just kept you know attacking him, and, and unfortunately, it it sucks to see. But hey, listen, uh, he got his cherry popped, and uh, and having a, a beat down like that, so whatever, keep it going. And today he had yeah. a you know he he got a, a in trouble a few times. He got out. Uh, what's this guy's name? I, I hit a homer off him like right before he was about to uh, get, get out. out. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, you're gonna have games like that, and and no surprise it comes against the Braves. You know, they it was his, I think it was his second start against the Braves because I think he started against them in Atlanta, Atlanta last time. But um, you know, it, it's bound to happen, and you know, you look for a young pitcher, you look to how they're gonna respond to that that kind of outing. And today's outing, he went. Six innings, gave up one earned run, seven Ks, a walk. Um, you know, I'll take that all day. Yeah. For so sure. it, it just today he probably would have had the win if the bats had been 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 awake like they had been the first couple games. But mm-hmm. you know, kids kids doing what he has to do, and I love it. 
and I'm happy that he's still up, which I'm, I'm sure he's going to, you know, they're going to shut him down right after the All-Star. Wouldn't that have been the time to shut him down? No. But if you just got you just got smacked up, no. let's let's put you down. No, you think you that would have been a last down on a low note? On a low note, okay. Yeah. I say so you let him go and until the All Star break. Today could have, for all we the, know, today could be the last, yeah, the last start. But from what Callie was saying, because um, he's got a little information that we don't have, mm-hmm. he was saying they're going to put him on a pitch count, a very strict pitch count coming well, up did, which probably he 96 he's today stay for a while today he went a lot yeah yeah he went through 96 today yeah so i'm gonna guess that that pitch count probably take comes into effect after the all-star game and that may be to try and get him to stay up the rest of the year because you know rogers has taken longer than expected to come back cabrera's injury is not good uh cueto has yet to pitch a an inning in the minors where he's not given up a run so, you know, like there's not a whole lot of reinforcements there. So unless we're going to go out and spend money that we shouldn't or assets on a pitcher, I think you kind of we might have to ride him out. It's only so much you can have hoeing as your fourth starter. So let's keep him as the fifth starter for now, because if we take send on Yuri, we got nobody else to bring in. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then the last thing. And I promise we'll stop talking about this Brave series. And we'll stop talking about the Braves until September 15th because we don't play them, <laughs> thank, thank God, you. until then. Please. Yeah. Sunday, I think the worst loss of the weekend out of those three was Jazz. Jazz is once again lost. Are we starting to worry about Jazz's durability, Brighton? I think it's always been a question, right? I mean, we've always – we've all, he's missed a lot of time since he's been with us. From injury, I mean, he's missed most of this season already. I, I haven't seen the prognosis of how long he's going to be out this time, but you know, they were even protecting him and having. I think that was the day he was a DH, and he, he pulled it doing the he's swing, and and yep. it's tough to see that happen because he came back on fire. Um, so yeah, I think we have to worry about his durability, and, and maybe this is uh, you know, Kim's going to have to start thinking maybe Jazz is is not somebody we want to have playing the field all the time going forward. Um, you know, Solaire's out of contract after this year, and you can't really afford to have two bats that can't play the field very well or stay healthy in the field. So maybe, maybe he's some guy that moves on to be a DH next year. Who knows? But, yeah, durability is a question mark. But isn't that the worst place to have somebody that's injury-prone in the center field? Yeah, that's why I'm saying probably move him to DH or something. Or back into the uh, infield. Uh, I think – I don't know that he he's – we'll see what they do at the deadline, but I don't think he's going to have a spot in the midfield – or in the infield. infield. Maybe they move him to a corner outfield spot. That might be a, a thing. That's something you, also. You, you need a guy like Jazz out there. You can't just have him as a DH. Yeah. Like the, the dude is the face. Like a lot of people know him. They, they just connected with baseball and, and vice like you know vice versa. You got to have them out there somewhere. And I've never been a fan of the whole center field thing. Um, I've always wanted to bring them back in. So I I don't know I, I don't know what we're gonna do at the deadline or whatnot. But the only spot that he would slot in right now is shortstop and and shortstop and center field are the two places you don't want someone who's injury prone. So I. 
you know, hopefully it's just a freak thing, right? Like the to turf toe, that was a freak thing. He hit that fence at just the right thing, messed up his toe. So maybe it's bad luck, but and I, it's I something they're going to have to think about. But that, that, that's the, the dangers of center field, though. Look, he went down uh, fielding in center field. Jonathan Davis, and we're going to get to that injury in a bit, but he went down. Oh. Played. Dane Meyer had a catch last night, I think where it was, he slammed where against he hit the, wall. the fence, and I was like, right. oh, God, please get up, because for a second he was, like, looking down. Yeah. And I was like, Phew. so. Aaron, Aaron Judge fielding a ball in L.A. went through the, the bullpen door, and, and he's been out for for – like two months already, and they don't know if he's going to come back this year. Like it's yeah. it's playing outfield. I it's 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 yeah. risky out there. And and now that I'm thinking about it, I can't even say like or have an argument about bringing him in and he'll be less injured because last season and the season he got injured like just throwing himself like a rag doll like yeah you know, a little play he gets injured sliding. Yeah. Well, I I forgot what game it was. I think it was Sunday's game because I remember when I saw it, I was like, I kind of like it because he's like, we need to win this game. We can't get swept. He dove into first base trying to beat out the throw. Yeah. And I, I liked yeah. it. And he beat out the throw. But I was like, that could have gone real bad. Up. Yeah, yeah, please stand up. Because the way he dove, yeah. like, oh, don't mess up a shoulder or something. Ended up getting injured later on. But I, I do appreciate his effort. And I mean, I hope I hope this is, like you said, a freak accident. Because I want to see um, him continue playing. And apparently, he still needs surgery on his toe, too. So, God, I, I don't know. I know yeah, so... <laughs> listen there's no question he gives it his all and that yeah. i appreciate and i will always love jazz no matter where he plays in our team and i think his injuries mean he'd probably be here for life <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean that's a positive i guess yeah, yeah. i'll take um, it um a little off topic but not really when's the next jazz night because i want to make it out to get that jazz t-shirt uh, so it's Tuesdays. So it's, it's on Tuesdays. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's on so Tuesdays. Yeah. Definitely gonna be after probably not till the thirty first. I'm looking at the schedule. Okay. We've got the Phillies at home on the thirty first. Okay, because I want to so make it out for that. He probably, yeah, not back wood. by. He'll probably well, be back he, by then. He won't be back before the All Star break, so nobody no. don't expect to see him against the Phillies this weekend. So he'll probably no. be back if he soonest is after the All Star break. Yeah. This, All right. All star break is kind of a blessing. Just let everyone heal a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we need it because just injuries are just piling up. But so finally moving away from the Braves, we don't have to worry about them until September. So no more Braves talk Love for it. another two months or so. So we got back home after Atlanta, and what a bounce back! Right, lose three in a row, yeah. win three in a row. We're looking good so far. So far. So we have. These three games, and we're currently, for those of you listening and watching, we're recording this on Thursday night. Uh, the top of the ninth is about to start against the Cardinals, so still bottom. have a chance at, at a sweep. A oh, bottom, okay. So yeah. we still have a chance at a sweep, so we'll see what happens. We'll let you know. Um, what did you think about the way we bounced back? I mean, the Cardinals aren't a good team, so you beat the teams you're supposed to. And I, Spaz and I, I think Brandon also all predicted to go three and one this series. We still have a chance yeah. at a sweep, but three and one is what we predicted, and it looks like what we're, the minimum that we're going to get. What did you think of the series, Baz? Uh, felt good to get that win. That first game was like back and forth. You know, it was like, uh, you know, shot for shot, and then um, in the seventh we came back, I believe, and then we got the dub, the another another one run uh, win. Uh, at the time, it was the twentieth one run win. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that felt good. And then uh, game two was the blowout that I wish we would have saved some runs for today. That was 15 to two. Uh, I think it was right. Yeah. Uh, 15, 15 or 16. Uh, 15. 15. 15. Yeah. Okay. And I want to say we had like a season high 19 hits that game or something like that. Um, I mean, so we were really, we were really kicking ass that day. And uh, Dane Myers' first RBI hit. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, yesterday, for anybody that watched, I had, I had just gotten home and I watched the replay and I saw people going crazy on Twitter. Uh, I'll take a win on a silly throw from the other pitcher, man. I'll take that. Oh, win. hell yeah. And my favorite, I rewinded it like 50 times. The guys behind coming out of the bolt, uh, coming out of uh, the dugout, just cheering on the slide, and Coop jumped like an entire six inches in the air. That boy cannot yeah. jump. So like the guys celebrating, I, I I loved it. It was a great win, and um, hopefully we get the sweep. It's not looking too good, but at least we all got our three one. You know for sure. Uh, up until this point, right? Unless they get a couple more hits in this bottom of the ninth inning, they have forty seven hits in this series. So they've been raking. Brian, yep. takeaways from this card. Listen, they've, they've all been great wins. Uh, you know, we fought out to on Monday and Wednesday were hard fought wins. Uh, Tuesday's game was a blowout. And, and I do feel a little bad for that blowout because uh, it came at the cost of Adam Wainwright, who everybody should know is like a legend. He's pitched for a very long time in this league and specifically for the Cardinals. And I felt bad to see him go down like that and and get roughed up for, I think, seven earned runs in three and a a quarter or three and a third innings. But, you know, it's a great way to bounce back, right? Because you you never know how a, a sweep specifically won like the Brave series where we really weren't in any of the games outside of Sunday. Like, you don't know how that's going to affect your team because you say, okay, one game you can bounce back from, but three games in a row where you just got manhandled, how's the team respond? And they responded with what they should do and come, they've come down and come home and they've beaten a team that they should beat and have a lot of momentum going into the Philly series to close out right before the all-star break. And I think, I think they did what they should do and you know, with missing jazz and that, you know, hurting us as well. I think it's been great. And I I see very few negatives in the St. Louis series outside of losing uh, Jonathan Davis. That's, that's, that's going to hurt because the man finally got his shot in the majors and has been tearing it up. And I know Spaz loves the man. I do. Been his man. biggest advocate on Twitter. Well, because be- before we got him, when we got him, everybody was like, why did we get him? He's batting like 200 or below 200 for his career. Like, what's going yeah. on? But everybody's like, but he's decent defensively. I think he's and we gave above up a average. Minor league. Yes. But, well, we saw something in him, and he's, 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 he's proven the Marlins correct because he's been above yeah. average defensively. And his batting has been better than expected, much better than expected, because everybody expected no production from him. But he's been great. So I, I, I agree. And like you said, Spaz has been on it also. You've told Cali to put some respect on his name a few times. I did. Yeah. And, and, and I truly do feel bad just because I, I – I, you saw the shit talking when we got him and all that. And, um, dude, he's coming up and just exceeding all the expectations and then – Something like this happens. It's it's you just gotta feel for the guy and uh, feel for us too because it, it's a loss on the entire team. 
especially when he's doing so well. So I'm really bummed out about it. And just mm-hmm. just in case, uh, I mean, not if you're listening to this, you already know what the result was. But on YouTube, if you're watching, watching bottom you right, just, just, just updated the record, 51 and 38. We are now just 13 games over 500, which is still pretty freaking good. But, um, yeah, so we, we weren't able to complete the sweep. But 3-1, and one, what we thought, it's hard to sweep a team four games in a row, no matter what team it is. That so, is um, difficult. And like you were saying, we got swept, not just swept, we got manhandled by the Braves. And you figure, or you think back at Martin's history, after a series like that, you almost feel like the wheels are about to fall off, right? This is where things start going downhill. But man, yeah, I guess technically the Cardinals were the perfect team to have coming up right after that. But you did what you were supposed to do. You didn't let the, the, the morale hit the, flo- hit the floor. Like you came back. You took care of business, especially on Tuesday. But what I really want to get into is Wednesday. Like, good teams find a way to win. And they found a way to win. And let me tell you something. That game on Wednesday, they went up 5-0 early. And then yeah. Hoeing let I – think, I think they scored five runs on them in the third inning alone. And we they gave up that. Then we took another two, three-run lead. And then, again, they came back. Puck – yeah, it was Puck. Puck – he didn't get the save. He blew the save. Mm-hmm. He came back in the bottom of the ninth inning. Yes, I understand that it was an error, a bad throw by the Cardinals. doesn't matter how it happens. Good teams find a way to win, right? You know you're a good team when you start getting lucky because good teams get lucky because they're good, right? You make your own luck. And I think that this team is starting to get that, that we're good and this is a special year feeling. And I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys are feeling that way, but after Wednesday, that's the feeling I was getting. I was getting the – I watched this game, and I'm watching it all the way to the final out because I feel like this team has some magic, like something yeah. good is going to happen. And yeah. that's, that's the feeling I'm getting watching this team this year. What about you, Spaz? How are you feeling about this team? Like this team is finding ways to win. Yeah, like somebody said it. It's like um, some hater ass on Twitter said like, <laughs> oh, you know they- – they're, they've been so lucky. It's like, dude, we can only I, – I admit, I mean, fuck, I'll, I'll take all the wins, but you can only be lucky for so long before, like, we're doing it on our own, like you kind of mentioned. Um, so, yeah, dude, I mean, we're, we're legit. Uh, we're we're going to find ways to beat everyone uh, except the Braves, apparently. <laughs> but, but, dude, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's not luck. Uh, we definitely got – we got something going, and it's very, very good, and I – People are excited and people are showing up. And uh, my buddy went to the park today. He got there a solid 45 before first pitch and all the Arise shirts were gone. You know, he said they looked like there was a, like 10 to 12K before, you know, 30 minutes before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, that's we're, we're showing up and we're, we're supporting the boys. So, I mean, uh, I might make it out to the ballpark this weekend, but I haven't been out there in over a month. So I haven't been there since the crowd started showing up. So I'm starting to get a little scared because it's been so comfortable and easy to make. I've yeah. gone to the ballpark like five or six times already this year, and it's been such a comfortable – I go in, everything is kind of just easy. You kind of just move around in your seats, wherever you prefer. I get out of the parking More lot that. two three minutes. Oh, this weekend should be special. Oh, boy. All right. Brenton, what are you feeling about this team? Because I know people, like you said, a hater said, oh, it's all luck. Good teams make their own luck. Like, you don't see yeah. bad teams get lucky. Like, you don't see that. You make your own luck. You well, put yourself in like, position to get lucky. Like, plays like that. So, if you watch it over again, like, if you're a bad team, 
like a pitcher throwing to first, he's not going to worry about making that throw. Like you could tell the pitcher was worried about making that throw. Like it was in his mind. Like I have to, I have to nail this because these guys are dangerous and, and the pressure got to him and bad teams don't put pressure on people like that. So I, I'm a hundred percent in on this team. Like this team is for real. And, you know, the front office going out and getting people like Jonathan Davis to help us and Dane Meyer to help us, like, they're finding people nobody wanted and they are contributing to this team. And so just as much as those players on the field deserve credit, like our front office deserves a lot of credit. And I bet you they're going to work some magic here in July and we're going to end up like serious contenders by the time this is all done. We're already serious contenders. Oh. No, but I'm talking about like <laughs> the Braves better be sweat in September. Once, uh, once they you bring in your Anderson. Listen, I think they're gonna pick the White Sox clean. They could take anybody from the White Sox. Yep. They give them up right now. We're we're gonna talk about expectations uh, towards the end of the episode, but I have a feeling I see where Brandon is going, and I'm a little excited to hear what that is. But before we get there, um, you brought it up, Jonathan Davis out. But we got to welcome in Dane Myers. Now, yeah. for those of you that don't know, got his first hit. He's 27 years old. So he's not a pup, mm-hmm. but it is a special story. Now, Brenton, I know you wanted to share some of his story for those of you that don't yeah. know. So go for it, Brenton. The, the floor is yours. So, you know, not the traditional, like, first-round pick guy, like, big prospect. Everybody's going to know his name, right? Um the dude was a two-way player in college. So he pitched and he he um, he played the field uh, and tore it up at Rice. Played really well, well enough for the Tigers to take a chance on him and bring him into their system. And they originally brought him in as a pitcher. And he pitched until 2019. Um, and 2020, well, 2020, they didn't have the season because of COVID. But 2021, when he came back for Detroit, he came back as a hitter. And he played for Detroit for two years, 21 and 22. And in the offseason, Kim found him in the Rule 5 minor league draft and selected him and brought him over to the league. And he's been tearing it up at Jacksonville and uh, Pensacola this year. He's hitting in, in Jacksonville, he's hitting like 440 or something is his batting average before they called him up. Like the dude is tearing it up and you know, not really being like a a primary hitter and only being like a primary hitter in the minor leagues for like two years is mind boggling to me that this guy is now doing it at the major league level. But, you know, he saw what he needed to do. He made the adjustment. He's like, Hey, the pitching isn't working. So he went to hitting. And I mean, he wasn't a terrible pitcher. Like, I think he was, I, I don't have his numbers in front of me, but something about, I think his career ERA is somewhere around three, which isn't terrible, but the dudes worked hard to get here. If you saw the game when he got his first hit, he had 30 members of his family there to see that. this. That was and like, I, I just, I can't believe that this organization keeps finding these guys like for him to be unprotected in the minor league rule five draft. And for Kim to go out there and be like, yeah, we're going to pick this guy. And for him to come in and contribute to the major league team in his first season with the organization is unbelievable. And it's just another story, just like Jonathan Davis. And same organization we got them both from, right? 
both from the the Detroit organization, which just occurred to me. But you know, we're just finding these guys, and and they're they're contributing, and you know, however the season turns out, when we look back, and and we're gonna look at guys like this and say, you know, these are the guys who helped us get to the playoffs because you know key players were hurt. And I, I, I just, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm a sucker for prospects, and you guys know I love these minor league guys. Look, when, when, when you look at, when you look back at, when you look back at 2003, it was a lot of young guys that helped get us to the championship, right? Yeah. Contra Willis pitching, Yuri Cabrera. You, you got Miguel Cabrera. Like you have young guys that are contributing that people weren't expecting to contribute as much as they did. Yeah. So these guys are necessary for these for the Marlins, right? Like those type of teams. Those type of teams that aren't expected to because they don't have that salary. Those teams that are the Astros, the Dodgers, like you don't expect much from the young guys because you're paying all the big names. But for teams like the Marlins, you need those young guys to just come up and produce that people aren't expecting. And and it's really yeah. cool to see. Dane Myers, he three games that he played, 11 at-bats, five hits. <laughs> I don't think that includes today. I don't think this has been updated for today. But – Batting 455 in his first three games, he's looked like a stud. And not yeah. to mention the fact that he's coming and playing center field. It's not like mm-hmm. he's playing one of the corners. He's coming out and playing center field. He he well, went, so, like you said, smack right into the wall the other day. So Yeah. And the other thing about him, and I think we may be seeing Myers for the remainder of the season, is not only does he play all three outfield spots, but he plays first base and third base as well. Like, we need a utility guy like that. Let and- him play, baby. Yeah, and let the man can, play. Can we have him pitch instead of Stallings next time? You know what? If we get listen, Stallings did strike out Acuna, so <laughs> let's not forget that. <laughs> but yes, I, 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 if we get in that situation, I guarantee you he's the first I, one up warming I up. I feel in the like morning. a dick because I, you, you know, I'm a Stallings hater. Well, not a hater, but you know, I, I give him some stuff. But uh, yeah, yo, nobody talks about his home night. run. <laughs> I was in shock. I had to check the number like, and rewind it. Yeah, no, I saw. I was like, "What? Stalling? No, what, that's what, right. what game was it that he hit that home run last night? Right? Was, was I it think last, it was night? last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a one uh, solo homer, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody, I, I'm not sure if anybody was on base, but it was. Uh, it went I don't over. Think anybody was watching, second, so it was uh, in look. there. I guess. Listen, when I, I see him think... come up to the plate, I I turn you don't away for a much. second. Right, right, and <laughs> and, and you know what? And we thought that eventually Nick Nick Fortes was gonna get the the job, and that Stallings would be the backup. But they're platooning. It's, it's like they're both getting just about the same amount of starts, which is just surprising. He's he's not just getting the Sandy starts. He's he's catching for hoeing, and I don't know who else, but it's it, I'm surprised. But yeah, Stalling did have a home run. Yes, that's for sure. I saw him rocking the hat and whatnot. So. <laughs> We lost, but we're still 13 games over 500. Most wins before an all-star break in franchise history. So I guess the question is, how are you feeling now right before the all-star break? When, when the season started, we said, stay around 500, fight for a wild card spot. I don't think we saw 13 games over 500 heading into the all-star break. I mean, obviously, we still have three more games to go against the Phillies. But how are you guys feeling? How you feeling, Spaz? <laughs> I mean, nobody saw this coming. Uh, I, even like whoever the number one Marlins fan saw this coming. So I am, I'm excited to 
go in to the all-star break. Everyone get a nice little uh, rest a week or whatever. Uh, I'm excited to see um, a rise in solar, uh, you know, do some shit in there. Um, but yeah, man, I, 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 nobody could have asked uh, for a better position to be in. And um, especially the Cardinals, you know, taking three out of four from the Cardinals. And hopefully we take uh, at least two out of three from these geeks up north. So uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I like, I like where we are. I mean, because Brian, if I would have told you before the season started, hey, Sandy's going to have a horrible season. He's going to have like two wins up until now. I don't know how many wins he has. But he has like two or three wins maybe. And that Jazz is going to be out for basically the majority of the first half of the season. Do you think we're even over 500 is, I think, what my question would have been. No, I think we're talking fire sale at the deadline. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. I, and, and, you know, I, this feeling makes me nervous. I've never felt like this as a Marlins fan. Nobody um, has. <laughs> at the All-Star break, I've never felt like this. I've never been like, holy shit, we're, you know, I, I can't even remember, like, thinking, oh, man, we're over 500 at the All-Star break. Like, and we can be serious. We can make a serious run. And you Next know, we're week, I'll have all the, the stats. I have all it's, the stats comparing to to other seasons because I don't think it's ever been even close to this. No, the last time we've had this many wins before the All Star break was, uh, well, ninety three and or sorry, oh three and ninety seven. I think so. You know, I I'm ecstatic. I, I'm I'm so happy to see this team playing like this and, and like we've said you know key injuries to key players and uh you know pitchers who we expected to be like lights out not really showing up i think sandy is at three wins for the season and, and if you would have told me that and that we would be missing jazz for so so long like i would be like okay well we're probably 10 games under 500 and that the Lizard King has, has right been now. hasn't been consistent either because right he's he's like this week this this last game against the Cardinals he was lights out but he's been up yeah. and down all year. Well, yeah. that and and if you told me Cabrera and Rogers would be hurt and our best pitchers would be Braxton and uh, Yuri, I'd be like, yeah, we our season went <laughs> to shit real quick. But it, it's a total team effort, and and mm-hmm. a lot of that too, I think, is coming from Skip. I yep. think Skip has done a phenomenal job managing the personalities, managing the team. And last year, I, under if Mattingly was a manager now, like I don't know if you see a celebration. I don't know if you see Cooper feel like he should jump six inches in the air to celebrate a win. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe, but I, I think Skip's really done a great job unlocking some of these guys, and I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great, and it makes me nervous. <laughs> I, I think we got to give uh, – sorry, Danny, to interrupt. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. I think, um, like you said, you were touching on Skip. I was reading something today, uh, that, and I think I might have mentioned it a, a few episodes ago, where the guys just connect connect with him more. And I yeah. guess they just didn't have that same connection with Mattingly. Not sure what it is. Maybe Skip is just younger, understand. It's age difference. It's tattoos. Yeah, it's – yeah, you know, good looking. It's that awesome good. shirt he wears. Yeah, yeah. So – uh, listen, if you can relate to somebody, uh, I, I would really give all my all, you know, to, as a leader. So I, I, I like that. I like that. And Skip needs his, you know, his credit as well. because He's doing some shit. I want to, I want someone to get one of those shirts that he wears and get it autographed. I need that. I'll hang it right there on my wall. I don't even think they sell it. Cause I, I don't know. I, I want one. 
I want one and I want it with the 55 that he wears and the yeah. skip Schumacher on it. I want it. I'd wear it. I think the the one of the best things about this team is that it's it's doing what it was made to do. It was con- constructed to hit, not power, but to hit. <coughs> For now, contact, because of yeah. Yeah, for contact. Now, I do understand that we leave a lot of runners on base because of that. But look at the last uh, two series, the Braves and the Cardinals. We scored 37 runs. How many home runs do you think we hit to get those 37 runs? Four. Close. I think it was six. Five. We hit five oh. home runs over the last week, and we scored 37 mm. runs. Like, not many teams are doing that. A lot of teams are hitting the long ball. We are manufacturing runs. And that's how you men left on base. And let me tell you something. And, and double I, plays. I, I, yes, I know. I know. <laughs> but a lot of people don't talk about October because a lot of people talk about pitching. Yeah. But the reason they talk about pitching is because a lot of teams rely on the long ball, and the long ball dies in October. Like mm-hmm. when you're playing against good pitching, you have to start manufacturing runs. And that's what the Marlins can do. They can play that small ball and they can manufacture one or two runs. And if they if their pitching wakes up and can give make it hard for other teams to score, the Marlins have a chance to go ahead and make some damage and make some noise in October because you don't rely on that long ball. Look, I, I've watched the Yankees a lot, obviously. And their problem is that they rely on the long ball. And when they hit October, that shit disappears. And they're like, we can't manufacture runs. When you can manufacture a run, when you can make get hits, you have a chance. And that's what the Marlins have right now. So I think the Marlins are constructed well, and they're doing what they're supposed to do, which is, which is great to see. Now, with that said, I know the tra- trade deadline is approaching, and I know where this is going, but I'm just going to put it out there just because I want to talk about it. Brian, trade deadline. <laughs> yeah, I think they should go for some depth at pitching. Because of all their injuries, because there might be a chance that Yuri gets called down, I think they need some more depth. As much as that surprises me because I thought that that was their strength as far as depth goes when when the season was going to start. But I do think they might want to address that. But what do you think the Marlins might want to address at the trade deadline? I think at the deadline, um, they, they really need to address the shortstop position. And as much as we're enjoying Fortes and Stallings platooning behind the plate, I think if the possibility is there to upgrade a catcher for an everyday catcher, I'm not saying like you find a backup for Fortes. Like you, if you have the opportunity to, to buy at a reasonable price, you know, uh, a starting catcher or starting shortstop, I think that's where you go because all indications are that um, Rogers will probably be back hopefully sometime towards the end of this month i think beginning of august and i think cabrera will be back as well um i I don't remember how long he's out but the other thing too is we've got a guy in the futures game this week monteverde that's we've talked about every episode uh cali and i love him he's got better he's he's has better stats than yuri at, at pensacola and and i think with between him and, and Cabrera and Rogers, hopefully coming back this season, I, I think we probably have the pitching depth there. Um, we've also kind of shown, I, I know Nardi hit the IL this year or this week um, yeah. because we've used him a lot, but I, I think we probably also have some, some bullpen depth there that we can maybe squeak by with a bullpen game here and there if we need to. But I think short starting shortstop or starting catcher, I think is where we need to look. 
um, at the deadline. But, you know, if Kim finds the right deal, she's going to make a call. And, and, you know, I trust her to bring in what bring in a piece that will contribute. It may not be who we think we need. Like nobody thought we needed a rise to start the year. Like I didn't see that coming. And when it came, I was like, okay, but I don't like love giving up Pablo. Right. Now I'm ready to get in a rise Jersey and be all in, you know, sign the man to an extension. So I, I think we've proven that we're going to make the right moves, but shortstop and catchers for me, where they should prioritize their focus. And we all agree we're buyers, right? I, yeah. I think yeah, we've been going 100%. we've been going back and forth over the last, I don't know, couple I months think... about, oh, what, where do we need to be to become buyers? We still might be sellers. I think it's come to a point where everybody's expecting we're buyers. We have to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Spaz, what do you think we need to address at the trade deadline? Uh, man, that is not my specialty. I leave that to uh, Miss Kim oh. Ng. Uh, sure. <laughs> so one of my buddies, and I want to get your opinion on this because one of my buddies, uh, he texted me yesterday when uh, Puck, uh, you know, kind of screwed us over. Uh, do you guys think <laughs> we need uh, another closer, like a real closer? Which you guys know I don't pay attention to anybody outside of the Marlins, so I don't know anyone else. Um, I think we're fine with Puck, uh, but he's like, no, we need another closer. So I don't, I, I want your guys' opinion on that. I, I love Puck. I mean, oh, yeah. it, 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 you, you're never really going to see, uh, unless you're Eric Gagne, get 55 saves in a row, whatever it was that Eric Gagne got. Like, you blow a save here yeah. or there. You know, it, it's, 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 he's had 17 opportunities. He's blown three. He has 14 saves out of 17 save opportunities. I mean, obviously, you would like <laughs> to see 15 or 16 out of 17. But, yeah. you, but I, I think Punk has been great, and I, I, I trust him. I also trust Floro. I, I, I like the bullpen. I like Nardi. And I yeah. do think that the the bullpen is suffering now because of the overuse in the beginning of the season. Yeah, for but sure. but yeah. I, I think that that the bullpen is okay, and this week well, off is going to help. We've seen like Soriano come up, and and he he looked all right today, and you know I I, I have faith in Puck. I think I think that's our closer. I mean, could we benefit from another bullpen arm? Sure, um, you know if one's out there for the right price, but. Most of the teams with the best bullpens and the guys that I would say I want on this team are teams that are contenders and probably not looking to sell and at least not sell cheap. So, you know, I'm 100% behind Puck. I think he's done everything we've asked for him to do. And and blowing three saves, in my opinion, and we're 13 games over 500, not a big deal. He's the man. Yeah, me, me too. I'll tell my buddy he's an idiot. So, <laughs> so, I mean, he's not wrong that that the bullpen may need some help. Like, it wouldn't surprise me to see us make like a low key under the table move that no one sees at the deadline because there's a big flashy name here um, for bullpen help. But I, you I, know, do I don't want, think a closer is what we need. I do want to fix. Uh, I don't know if we can do it in one trade deadline, but I do want to fix all those. Uh, Hitting into double plays and leaving men on base. I don't know how we do that. I don't know who we get. I don't know. Tim Anderson. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> My boy, please. I, I don't have any names, but that's oh. all. I'm gonna, like fix a little. Yeah, just bit. A, just a position, just a position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm begging. So. <laughs> all right, so as we wind down here, <clears throat> I there there is something before we get into the preview against the Phillies. I did want to ask you guys, both of you. <clears throat> 
going into the season, like we were saying earlier, expectations were stay around 500, fight for a wild card spot. And if you don't get it, you don't get it, but you want to be playing games that matter late into September. That was the goal, right? And then next year, we build off of that. Have expectations changed? Are you expecting more at the current state of the Marlins? I'll start with Branton. Because, Um, like I said, we were stay at 500. Yeah. The goal was 86 wins. That was the goal. 86 wins was the goal. And then we'll see what happens. What are your expectations now? Uh, My expectations is we should. We should make the playoffs. Like I, I don't think it should be a fight for the wild card. I think, I think from what we've shown so far this year, and, and I, I think we should make the playoffs. I think that should be the expectation. And you know, would I be surprised if we didn't? I'm a Marlins fan, so no. But <laughs> but um, you know, I, I think like listen, like we're talking about being buyers in July. I, I, I keep saying the last time I remember us being series buyers in July was when we traded with the Dodgers and brought over Paul LaDuca as our catcher. You know, that that's the last time I remember us being serious, like buyers at the deadline. And, and we weren't even in this position. We were way worse. So, you know, I, I have high expectations for the rest of the season. Um, but you know, we'll see. I, I think for us to not make the playoffs, it would take something pretty catastrophic. Like we we'd have to lose two more pitchers or something like that. Like it would have to be something crazy. Spaz, what about you? Uh so you're you're our positivity guy. You're our hundred percent. Yeah, that, 100%. That's, that's, that's you. <laughs> uh Branson is somewhat in the middle. Uh Cali, I think, is somewhere in the middle too, leaning more towards me. I am like the doom and gloom guy. So okay. like I'm, <laughs> I'm just the so yeah yeah I'm just like <laughs> this is all gonna be bad like the, you know we're doing too good uh, things are gonna go crashing down but um <laughs> but yeah I mean I I just want to I want to keep it going I want to buy I want you know I want to put those pieces in there and um and kick some ass the rest of the season I mean really the only team that we can't handle is those assholes so whatever. Uh, we, we have to. We have to make the playoffs. Uh, we, we you know made what it. that A stands for? <laughs> Assholes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're they're city connectors. It says the A. Mm-hmm. The, the asshole. Uh, I got you. The A hole. I got it. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I mean, I, I just didn't want this season to be a yeah. At the beginning, we just wanted to be around five hundred and play meaningful games. Uh, I, I definitely expect to make a better run than that and hopefully play some meaningful games uh my birthday's in october i would love to attend some october games at you know at the park that means something Ooh, i love it oh so, yeah so um so yeah my expectations have definitely changed but i'm still miserable on the inside all right so <laughs> l- let me let me break it down this way okay so up until this point we've played 51 plus 38, that's 89 games. We've played 89 games, yeah. all right? 89 games, and it's a 162-game season. We have 73 games left, all right? Do you think this team is good enough to go 500 the rest of the year, like from what you've seen from this team? Yes. If we okay. go 500, now, I'll be pissed. 
because we should we should be she over it right okay so let's say we go it's 73 games left right so you can't be exactly 500 from this point right but let's say you go one game over 500 so 73 games let's say you go 37 and 36 yeah if you go 37 and 36 from today on right that's basically 500 ball you end up with a record of 88 and 74 that's almost 90 wins yeah. That should be good enough to get you into the playoffs. Your yeah. expectations as a Marlins fan should have changed by now because all you need to do is stay at 500 or just one game over 500 from this point on, and you went 88 games. Yeah. That's without Sandy. That's without I Sandy mean, performing. That's without yeah. Jazz being healthy. And you put us in any other division in, in the National League and we're the league leaders by a stretch. Yep. Like it's not even really close in, in any of those divisions. So to expect uh, anybody to sneak up on us in the wild card, in my opinion, is just kind of crazy. I don't see it happening. But I think, I think expectations should be playoffs or bust at this point. Stop, stop yeah. doing this to me, man. You're giving me hope. You're making me an optimist. Stop this. This is, <laughs> weird, this is a weird <laughs> feeling. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. It's positive. That's a sign of the end times. Like it's time to just wrap up the season. We're good. Sell off the team. We're good. <laughs> All right. So let's not wrap up the season, but let's wrap up the episode. We got three games left before the All Star break. We got the Phillies at home. I'm hoping to make it out to at least one of those games. Uh, and that's <clears> it. Three games, and then we're at 92 games played so far this season, which is crazy to think that we're almost we're we're that far into the season already. So, as usual, we're going to start with the predictions. And as usual, I'm going to start with the most optimistic person on here, Spaz. What are you <laughs> thinking? Three games against the Phillies. Um, uh, so, I, I don't know if you guys just saw, but they just completed a sweep of Tampa Bay. And they're the first team to go to Tropicana this season and sweep the Rays. So, they're actually kind of hot right now. Yep, they're 8-2 eight, eight in their last 10. Yeah. So we're going to give them a good old stiff arm face and uh, we're going to take two out of three because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> All right. So Brian, what are we thinking? I agree. Two out of three. No reason not to take two out of three from those bums. I don't care if they the only reason they went into Tropicana and got a sweep is because they probably walked in there. Somebody got tetanus from one of the lockers and shit and couldn't play. <laughs> Like, that's it. We're going to get them. Looking at the stats, they're a really good hitting team. They're uh, they're in top 10 in average, top 10 in home runs. So they're they're, they're a good, solid team. With that said. We shut them down in Philly. So with that said, I I think we are also a good team. Um, And I I, I am with you guys. Uh, I'm riding the two. Getting two out of three and going into the break, fifty-three and thirty-nine, and I and for no reason other than we're at home, and I just feel like we're gonna show up. We uh, have, we have Sandy going tomorrow. We have whoop. Braxton Garrett going on Saturday, and then I'm not sure who's going on Sunday. So Lazardo, Okay, so there you go. So we got our three mm. supposed to be studs. I mean, yeah. I guess Yuri would be a, a stud also. Sweep would surprise me. I, a, a sweep would surprise me. <laughs> no, it but, wouldn't surprise me. I, those it, three? It would, it, no, I said it would surprise me. I can see me. it. Uh, <laughs> I can see a sweep. Uh, okay. Well, they have Wheeler on the mound. And I mean, if Sandy were to be more consistent, I'd feel better. 
But, you know, you just never know what you're going to get with Sandy. I think Braxton will have a shutout game like he always does, right? Yeah. And then the Lizard King is going to be uh, – He's been all right the Sunday. last couple starts. So, yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good going into this series, especially coming off that 3-1 series win against the Cardinals. And uh, like you said, at home, I think the crowd is going to be pumping. And I'm excited to see what it's, it's uh, looking like this weekend over there in yeah. Long Depot. Well, we got throwback Thursday, uh, throwback Thursday, throwback Friday tomorrow. So I think, don't we have like a good record on those days or something? We, I like think that? we've only lost once on okay. yeah. four, the four right. months. We've only so lost the one game we, we went to is the only yeah, yeah. flashback <laughs> Friday we lost. So only once. So yeah. by far the best, the best winning percentage in the league, the Florida Marlins, without yeah. a doubt. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, mean, I feel good about that. Sugar so. Kings are pretty bad, I think. I, I think we're I bad in those on Saturdays. Yeah, well, we'll see. So, anything else for the people, Spaz? Uh, Like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, get out to the ballpark. I'll probably be there Saturday and probably Sunday because Sunday's a Chuck Carr bobblehead. So, I'm going to get better be there or Callie's going to be really pissed. I promised Callie I would get him one. So, (laughs) I'm dragging my wife so we could get one for. uh, for him so yeah check out the bobblehead and uh throwback friday tomorrow um get out to the park for sure brian you know spazzy already took my my call to to the ballpark and everybody's listening i take full credit for the attendance uh for the last couple of weeks <laughs> but uh on a serious note you know enjoy the all-star weekend the all-star week um it's probably the best total experience of any major sport in the u.s as far as all-star games and weekends yeah it's the best all-star weekend for sure yeah don't forget check out the futures game on saturday um i know we're all still thinking major leagues but check the futures game out because we've got monteverde and nunez in that game um and Home Run Derby will be exciting this year. Thank God we don't have anyone in it. We don't have to worry about talking about is it going to screw up their swing or not. And then All-Star Game, man, arise. Second base and Solaire on the bench. Like, watch, tune in, and enjoy. Did you guys make it out to the All-Star Game down here? I didn't. I, I didn't buy my – so I was I had seen tickets at the time, and uh, I just didn't pull the trigger on them. I should have – I'm an idiot. I wanted to go. I wanted to go to the home run derby. I didn't want to go to the all-star game. I just wanted to go to the home run derby. Yeah. But to buy tickets, they made you buy a package with both games. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was like 600 bucks. I was like, I don't want to go to the all-star game. I just want to see the home run derby. Yeah. But, and it ended up being a really exciting home run derby too, which made me even yeah. more upset that I didn't go. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I, listen, I think they've they've seen what a success the World Baseball Classic and the all-star game was down here. So I think we'll get another one. I sure hope it's so. not like uh, the old days where we never got one. That's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please like, review, subscribe, all that other good stuff. And if you're listening on YouTube, thank you for listening. Again, also like and subscribe. We appreciate you guys. Enjoy the All-Star Weekend. And we will catch you guys next Thursday when we'll probably be another foursome, right? Callie should be back. Yes, Callie should be. So until then, you guys have a good one. We'll catch you on the... <laughs>